Blessings family and welcome to It's All We Can Eat, the podcast where you can find strength and strategies by learning about and feasting on the fruit of the spirit. Thanks for tuning in today to season five, episode two. And my hope is that at the culmination of this and each episode, you'll conclude that what was shared was encouraging, edifying, inspiring, impactful, and at least informative. Now, how are you doing and how are you feeling on this wonderful Wednesday or whatever day you happen to be listening? And it's not a rhetorical question. I really like to know. So you can always message me or uh, email me to let me know. Now, however you're doing currently, prayerfully at the conclusion of this podcast, you'll be refreshed, refueled, reignited and ready to take on the rest of your week as you pursue purpose and destiny while loving you and others just a little bit more. Yeah, I just believe that we should strive to be at least 1% better than we were the day before. And I'm about that life. Yes, I've accepted the challenge. Excuse me. <clears throat> now, before I get started, I'd like to remind those returning to the podcast and reveal to those listening for the first time that here on my podcast, as well as in my book series, my hope and prayer is that with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'll be able to assist you in discovering and dining on the various expressions of God's love, better known as the fruit of the Spirit. And I'm confident that in addition to the podcast, as you pray, have personal Bible study, and meditate on the various Bible verses, as well as continue the conversation with the Holy Spirit, you'll come away with a better understanding of how to find refreshment and how to get refueled by the fruit of the Spirit. Now, what I've discovered since launching the podcast and actually since I'm publishing the first book is that the Holy Spirit is still teaching me principles about what he shared originally and giving me slices about the fruit of the Spirit, even though I've already written about at least in two books. So, I realized that that's just how rich, alive, relevant, and active God's word is. And I'm sure you probably experienced reading through your Bible and seeing something that you highlighted a year or two years ago and seeing that very same scripture in a different light. See, that's that's God's word. It's, it's progressive and it's always revealing itself to us. So I figured since he's still teaching me and I'm still learning from him, I might as well share with you even if what he's teaching and revealing to me comes in real time as a direct download. So that being said, grab your notebooks or your journals and a pen and your Bible or electronic device to access the Bible verses. And let's discover together some nutritious nuggets or sweet slices from God's word. Also, please feel free to email me any questions or prayer requests at warringglobalpublishing.com at yahoo.com or you can also message me um, via social media also please 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 share the podcast why you may ask because someone you know or someone that you may not know somewhere someplace on this planet could use some encouragement even if they haven't told you so now stay tuned and meet me in the next segment where I'll share the slices from the last episode, which, yeah, talk to you soon.
Welcome back, family. So here are last episode slices, which just happened to be this episode's appetizers. Number one, we have to learn a life of love before we can live a life of love. Number two, in order to live a life of love, we have to first follow the one who fills us with his love. Number three, we learn love by living or keeping company with love. Yes, because God is love. So we learn by keeping company with him. And we must remember, observation is essential to our education. In the extra slice, the Lord's love is deeply intimate and far-reaching. It's enduring and inclusive. It's also endless beyond measurement and it transcends our understanding. And also, this extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. It's all we can eat, family. So let's follow the one who fills us with his love. And let's also meet in the next segment for today's serving. Welcome back, family. Now, since this is part two, the core scripture passage for this episode is also Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 2, which from the Passion Translation reads, Be imitators of God in everything you do, for then you will represent your Father as his beloved sons and daughters, and continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ. For he surrendered his life as a sacrifice for us, His great love for us was pleasing to God, like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance. Now, the Amplified translation in part reads, Copy him and follow his example, as well-beloved children imitate their father, and walk continually in love, that is, value one another, practice empathy and compassion, unselfishly seeking the best for others. Just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and sacrifice to God, a sweet fragrance. And I might add that the Amplified Classic says, and walk in love, esteeming and delighting in one another. Now, as stated in the last episode, an interesting version of this passage is the message, which reads, watch what God does, and then you do it, like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Now, one of the things that really ministered to me from the message version about the Lord's love for us is that his love was not cautious, but extravagant. You see, he didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. And it continues by commanding us, love like that. Now, 
I was going to share this later on, but since it just happened this morning, I'm going to share it in this episode. Um, I woke up several times in the middle of the night and there was a song on my heart. The song on my heart was called Look at God and it's by Corinne Hawthorne. And um, it seemed like every time I woke up, around, I guess it started around three in the morning, four in the morning. And then finally, when I woke up around eight o'clock, it was uh, again, the song was just, it was on my heart. And um, I said, okay, so I prayed. And as I got out of bed, um, I said, let me listen to this song since it's so strong in my spirit. And when I listened to it, uh, part of the, um, I don't know if it's the chorus or whatever, but it says, my blessings are back <laughs> net breaking boat sinking mind blowing earth shaking and i kept saying it over and over again when i googled and looked at the lyrics and i was like okay holy spirit why is this song so heavy on my heart and then he re- and i read it again and and where it says my blessings i just i he ordered when well, i ordered me he suggested that i substitute the word blessing with love God's love for me and that it's net breaking boat sinking mind blowing and earth shaking and then he said that's the kind of love that you have to have for others because that is extravagant love and um, I think it was last episode when last season I gave it gave um, a definition of extravagant um, which basically means um, doing more or giving more than is necessary or giving doing more than others think is necessary or or needed and so um i was like yeah that's it (laughs) that's that's the extravagant love and that's the kind of love that he wants us to um love others with or that's the if i could say that's the kind of love we are we are to be now getting back to uh Ephesians 5 verses 1 and 2. Before I get into the definition or the meaning of the word imitators, I must, I must, I have to. It's imperative that I begin with the word that precedes it, precedes the word imitator, which is be. (laughs) Yep. So since we are called to be imitators of Christ. Now, according to Strong's Greek lexicon, the Greek word for be is transliterated as genumahi. And it's a prolongation. I had to look that word up. It means an extension. It's a it's a prolongation or an extension and a middle voice form of a primary verb. Anyway, basically what that means is properly, it means the word be or the Greek word ginhumahi means to emerge, to become, as in transitioning from one point realm of condition to another. In other words, it signifies a change of condition, state, or place. And another definition is to come into being or to happen. Now, there's a writer by the name of M. Vincent who writes, it means to come into being or manifestation, implying motion, movement, or growth. Thus, it is used for this word, this Greek word, genomahi, is used for 
God's actions as emerging from eternity and becoming or showing themselves in the physical space in time. So it's like God's uh, power, God's action from heaven manifesting or becoming physical on earth, which is through us, his children. And he references 2 Peter uh, verses 1 and 4, which informs us that we have we have become sharers or partakers of this divine nature because God has bestowed on us his precious and exceeding great promises. So, yeah, that's what the word means. But you know what? It gets even better. Other meanings for get whom I he are to be. It means to cause to be or generate. And it's used with great latitude, uh, literally, figuratively and intensively. It can also mean arise, be assembled, be brought to pass or continue uh, to be finished. It can also mean to follow. And my favorite is to be fulfilled. Now, (laughs) that last definition is my favorite out of all the others meanings because of what I saw while reading Ephesians recently I'm doing my daily devotions and um, what I read was this is <laughs> a couple of things but one that stuck out it says in Ephesians 2 verse 1 in the Passion Translation it reads and his fullness fills you and what I wrote in my journal is his fullness fills me he fills me up And I could make such a daring declaration because later on in that same chapter, it reads, but God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy. And that's Ephesians 2, 4 um, from the Passion Translation. Now, this revelation was reinforced because I also found out that this part of our Heavenly Father, this is, is this this is part of our Heavenly Father's will for us. Because while reading Ephesians 3, verses 17 and 19, I ran across this. It says, Then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you, and the resting place of His love will become the very source and root of your life. So see, that goes right back to Ephesians, um, the, the definition, some of the definitions for Ginomahi, which are to be fulfilled um, and to continue and to be brought to pass. Yeah. And and, and it was the other one to emerge. And, to, and it was like it was just amazing how this was all coming together. It seems like and in, <laughs> in just one one day of, or one day of reading. So anyway. As I um, read that, I was like, okay, I need the Holy Spirit. I need more direction. I need um, some more insight on this. So um, talking about the, his his love um, becoming the very source of the root in the life, root of our lives, I was further led to read Hebrews 5.14. And that it was an instruction was to constantly use our faith. And that command to constantly use our faith 
that's referred to as strong meat or solid food. And that could be found in Hebrews 5.14. It's, it's a requirement of us if we're going to be imitators of Christ. It's a constant use of our faith. Now, I was led as I was studying and preparing this, um, I was led to pause here at Hebrews 5.14 and just this constantly using our faith and how um, God's love emerges or is, is, re- is released deep inside of us. And I just had to pause and just look at um, Hebrews 5.14 for a little more clarity. And what I found is that uh, it's a direct correlation between Ephesians 3.17 and Hebrews 5.14. Now, Hebrews 5.14 in the Amplified Classic reads, But solid food is for full-grown men. And the Amplified adds, For the spiritually mature. For those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice, to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good and noble and what is evil. So I looked a little more into Hebrews um, 5.14 and I found out that the New King James Version says, those by who reason of use have their senses exercised. However, it was the Passion Translation that really grabbed my attention because it reads, and they have been adequately trained by what they've experienced, here's the key, to emerge with understanding of the difference between what is truly excellent and what is evil and harmful. So that having that because of we're being trained, um, we've experienced and emerged with understanding. That goes back to when um, the scripture says that Um, We are to um, follow Christ or follow God to be imitators of God as well-behaved children (laughs) follow um, and emulate their parents, right? So it was just this whole journey of learning and discovering more about what God requires of us concerning love and how we are to imitate him or imitate Christ and be imitators of Christ. It was just amazing (laughs) it was just amazing now it's a this is just so rich and there's just so much here to unpack so i'm going to do some of the unpacking of this in the next episode in the meantime remember it's all we can eat family so let's emerge as imitators of god and let's also meet in the next segment for today's slices Welcome back, family. I am so glad that you stayed for dessert. Now, as I segue into the slices segment, I just want to share that I really appreciate you investing time from your day to listen to the podcast. So I'm going to respect your investment of time by not reviewing all or even most of the episode. Instead, I'm just going to remind you of three key principles or slices produced from my personal study and observation and conversation with the comforter. And I pray that you'll get a greater revelation and another level of nutritional value from the ones that you come up with as you pray and have personal Bible study and meditate on the various Bible verses. 
and continue conversation with the Holy Spirit. However, before I share my slices, I just want to say that it really would be nice to for you to share your slices with me. Yes, it would be really interesting to read what you took away from this episode. So please feel free to email me or message me your slices or yet. Yeah, That'd be nice. It really would be. That being said, here are mine. Number one, our Heavenly Father wants his sons and daughters to represent him like well-beloved and well-behaved children represent their parents. Because again, we're ambassadors of the Almighty. Number two, we do this by continually walking Surrender to the extravagant love of Christ. Number three, in order to imitate God, we must copy Christ and follow his example by valuing one another, practicing empathy and compassion, and unselfishly seeking the best for others. The extra slice, we learn proper behavior, you know, how to imitate God and copy Christ by keeping company with them and observing how Christ loved us. That's how we learn a life of love. Well, actually, this episode has an extra slice. (laughs) Yeah, it's a double portion. So here it is. Christ's love isn't cautious. It's extravagant. He didn't love us in order to get something from us but to give everything of himself to us. It's all we can eat, family. So let's please the Lord and make our Papa proud. Let's also meet in the last segment of today's episode. Well, family, Thanks for your time, attention, and participation. Yes, I say that prophetically. I really do appreciate it. So this is it until next week. In the meantime, you can always listen to the replays of previous seasons. Um, Share the podcast. Follow me on social media. And please pray for me as I continue writing the rest of the volumes in the book series, as well as preparing for the rest of this season's podcast. I'm already excited about what I'm going to hear from the Holy Spirit concerning um, the next episode's message. And yeah, it usually starts between the end of this recording (laughs) and the beginning or sometimes the middle of the next um, next episode. So I'm really looking forward to sharing with you what I learned um, while studying. Now, again, please feel free to um, message me or via social media or email me and your prayer requests or any questions at warringglobalpublishing at yahoo.com you can also reach out as I said via social media now for more information on my books and other material please visit warringglobalpublishing.com also one last request Please, please, please share the podcast because someone you know or even someone you may not know somewhere, someplace on the planet could use some encouragement, even if they haven't told you so. 
And if this message didn't minister to you, that doesn't mean that it won't minister to someone else. So have a wonderful week and may God richly bless you.